Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on May 15th, 2020. Today we are bringing you our top 10 favorite episodes of arguably the greatest animated television show show of all time, South Park. Oh, baby. Not The Simpsons. Sorry, Rye. Not Family Guy. To whoever likes Family Guy. We're we're doing top 10, but I'm going to be talking about much more than just 10. Because there's so many good ones. How many episodes of South Park has there been, Ty? There's been 307. 307. And That's we're, a guess. I know it's like 300. We're narrowing it down to 20. 20 yep. of the best of all time. Um, hopefully our lists don't overlap too much because there's just so much to choose from. I think with maybe one or two iconic ones. Yeah. But I think there's a lot to choose from. <laughs> and then after that, we are going to continue to test our baseball knowledge as we've been doing the past few weeks. Flex our brain muscles a little bit. And uh, we got another baseball quiz. This one sounds a lot more challenging. Tyler was reading me the description, and I'm a little nervous. Not going to lie. Top five home run hitters from each team since the year 2000. There's my Discord again. Got to love it. Let's get into the show. 20, 10, 5, touchdown! High fly ball into right field. She is gone! I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the ball. Alrighty, Tyler. I'm excited for this list. This has been something that we've been brewing for a few weeks now. I know you were going through watching every single South Park episode. I got up to season 20. 
I got three short. That's okay. I still got plenty of funny episodes. I didn't do that much commitment. I'm just going strictly based on uh, my memory and just the episodes that I loved throughout the years. You know, it seems like it was a lot of work, though, but I enjoyed every second of it. <laughs> so it was fine. I mean, I've been watching South Park way too long. I was oh, definitely yes. way too young for <laughs> South Park when I was first watching it. I mean, it's damn near as old as us. I thought it's, I thought it was older. Um, I believe the first season was 99, but like they released the first stuff before that. Oh, 98. February 25th, 1998. It is older. And then they were on a... um, I, Weren't they on like a, a TV show or something? Like they were on a short, like a, they were a short skit or whatever on like a bigger show. The Spirit that? of Christmas. Yeah. Which was the first thing. Um, In 1992. Yeah. It was like a college project they did. That's crazy. It looks terrible too. Like if you actually watch it, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen it's pictures. Like way worse. And then they did all the all the work for the first actual episode, and then they commute like computer animated everything after that. Yeah, but like the first episode took months and months and months to make, <laughs> and now it takes them like three days. No, there's like documentaries where they'll do they do yeah. one episode a week. We watched it in um video productions. Oh, did you? Yeah, I'm sure you did I too. I don't remember if I did or not. It was about how they would do the episodes, and it would take four days. Was there a process? They just fucking make an entire out. episode. Just power them out. I have no idea. That's unheard of for any TV show. I mean, you figure the animation's really simple. Oh, for, for and sure it is. They do most of the voices, so it's not like they have to rely on other actors' schedules and whatnot. I think that I was looking. They have maybe five voice actors for the entire cast, <laughs> and most of them are Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I've seen creators. them. Use, they've used their kids before, too. I saw that in a video. <laughs> do they? Yeah. <laughs> And then I know they used to have one chick, and then I believe she passed away like the second season, and now it's two girls that do like all the girl voices. And Chef. And then there was Chef. Who I just found out quit for an episode that may or may not be on this list. Is it on your list? It's not. It's not on my list either. He quit for the Scientology episode because he was a Scientologist and he was offended. And uh, then he passed away two years later. (laughs) I don't know why I laughed. Very (laughs) unfortunate. I don't know why. Can you tell me how much Trey and Matt Stone, Trey Parker and Matt Stone's net worth is, Ty? It's got to be a good amount because they Fig- did figure. Yeah, it's their show. They're pretty much. Well, they did that show and they did Book of Mormon, which is like That's a true. huge success on Broadway. It's true. I'm I'm guessing two fifty, five hundred million each. <laughs> yeah. They are worth a billion dollars. I'm not surprised. They're That's very insane. successful. I don't know if Basketball was a success, but it's a great movie. It is a great movie. On this list of uh, the the world's richest comedians, they rank second with Matt Groening, tied creator of The Simpsons. First is Seinfeld, and um, Disenchantment. Don't forget about that. Yeah, that one sucks. Riley's really gonna be upset now. I've tried watching it. I don't like it. All right, Ty, do you want to go first, or would you like me to go first? (sighs) I mean, I'll start it off. All right, Uh, Jason. One of the things I love about South Park is that. They uh they make fun of a lot of things. Now, if you have an episode that's on my list, should I just tell you what number it is on my list? Uh yeah, let's not rehash. Okay. Um, they make fun of a lot of things. They kind of you know they'll make fun of races and religions, <laughs> everything, <laughs> and they don't care, and it's great because they're very equal. Yeah, that's and, uh, the number one equality. It's just making fun of everything. Yeah. You don't got to be nice to everyone. You just make fun of everyone, and then it's fine. And that's how they've gotten away with it for so long. <laughs> this one, Jason, is the uh, Christian Rock Hard episode. Okay, would you like to read me a summary? Christian Rock Hard. Um, in the episode, the kids start a rock band, but concerned with the fact that people will potentially download their music 
from internet illegality, they refuse to play. Meanwhile, Cartman starts his own Christian rock band called Faith Plus One. I, I don't know if I've ever seen this. The episode satirizes famous artists who have spoken out against copyright infringement, such as Metallica. And uh, it mostly, so half of it is the boys protesting, not playing music. Yeah. Because people are downloading illegal music. The other half is Cartman starting a Christian rock band and selling, I think, a million records. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious. Um, part of the episode, Cartman gets his band together and it's Butters and Token. And he shows up to Token's house and he's like, Token, I'm starting a band. Come on. Token's like, I don't know how to play any instruments. He's like, just grab the bass, out, or the bass guitar out of your basement. And he was like, I don't own a bass. And then it cuts to Cartman's house and Token shows up. And he's like, I told you, every black person knows how to play bass, Token. <laughs> and Token's like, fuck you. I don't know how to play it. And he's like, Token, just give me a sweet line, dude. And then, like, Token just starts playing the bass. He's like, fuck. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, I don't think... So that Faith Plus One, I, I have seen the episode because I've seen that poster of Cartman, you know, s- yes, sitting at there. at the beach. <laughs> yeah, but I don't recall this episode that much. I like that you brought up one I don't really remember. It's so funny, dude. And then they do, like, the, the Ghost of Christmas Past type thing, but, like, with musicians. And, like, it takes him. He's like, look, this is the lead singer of Metallica. He's not going to be able to give his daughter a second Lamborghini because people are illegally downloading his music. <laughs> like, this is what you're doing. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but Cartman's strategy with the band is uh, get love songs and everything and just repeat their place like Girl and Baby with Jesus. <laughs> He's like, I love you, Jesus. I want to be inside you, Jesus. <laughs> and it's so funny, dude. Yeah, there's a list of uh, real songs um, where the lyrics change. It's Three Times My Savior is based on Three Times a Lady by Lionel Richie. <laughs> I Wasn't Born Again Yesterday is based on I've Never Been to Me by Charlene. Jesus Baby is based off Didn't I Blow Your Mind by the Delphonics. It's so good. And the name Faith Plus One is a reference to Christian boy band Plus One. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> and the, But the whole thing is like it's a competition, and it was like they split up. Cartman leaves the band. He's like, I bet I can get a platinum record before you, right? Like, okay, and Cartman does all this shit, and he gets to, you know, a million, which would have been a platinum record, and it's called something else. I can't remember it. Let me see if it's on here. Yeah, I don't know. I do not know, my friend. <sighs> they don't call it a platinum for Christian music. They call it something else, like, oh, a Ruby record or whatever. And so Cartman loses, and he gets all pissed off, and he just starts fleet, like freaking the fuck out on stage in front of all of his Christian fans. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. That's great. Yeah, that was not on my list. Didn't even think about that. It was number 10. It cracks me up every time. It's one of my favorite to watch, so I had to give it give it some love and put it on here. My number 10 tie. There's a whole nother storyline to this episode that I didn't like. Um, you forgot about? Yeah. And it is an ep- the episode titled With Apologies to Jesse Jackson. <laughs> Let's see. Where is this? Um, in the episode, Randy uses the racial slur, not going to say that, inward, on Wheel of Fortune, <laughs> leading to widespread public outrage. Stan attempts to understand the epithet the epithet's impact on his black friend token. Meanwhile, Dwarf has a hard time teaching Cartman how to be sensitive. Oh That's the part God. I don't remember. I remember that now. This summary explains it better. It says, Stan's dad becomes a social outcast for saying the N-word on national television, but Michael Richards and Mark Furham come to his rescue, and Cartman has a run-in with a little person on uh, the same thing. So the category was uh, people who annoy you, and it was Final, G- or Final Wheel of Fortune, whatever it's called, and it was in space G G E R S. 
And he says the N-word. He's like, what, do, do I say it? <laughs> He's like, go ahead and answer, Mr. Marsh. <laughs> and the correct answer is a naggers, people who nag you. And uh, that's just that one moment is one of the most iconic South Parks, one of the funniest mo- the South Park moments that's ever happened. That alone helps to crack the top ten. And then I forgot about the whole dwarf thing when the dwarf is like trying to teach Cartman how to be sensitive. And I think he's like bullying him or something. He, I remember Cartman seeing just, in the bathroom. Cartman just laughs at the short dude the entire time. Yeah. Like, Look at how cute he is. Yeah. And he just gets so pissed off and tries fighting Cartman at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, great episode. And there's uh, Randy. Doesn't he? He goes to Jesse Jackson. And Jesse Jackson makes him kiss his ass and everything. Yes. <laughs> and everyone keeps calling him the the n-word guy but not yeah. saying the n-word basically yeah. calling him the n-word like yeah. is the joke and it's so funny <laughs> um i know it was aired on television first so if you see this on comedy central i'm assuming it's bleeped out yeah if you watch this on hulu it is not bleeped out and they say the n-word 42 times in this episode <laughs> is that an actual count it is an actual count <laughs> the n-word is used 42 times in this episode oh that's funny absolutely wild that they just casually made this episode <laughs> it's so good though it's, it's so hilarious good. number nine on your list ty what is it number nine jason there's a fantastic show um that was not on comedy central yes give me a second here i'm looking this episode up it was on mtv jason okay and uh this episode makes fun of it and it's called it's a jersey thing <laughs> I remember that one. This episode uh, completely makes fun of the Jersey Shore. Yep. Uh, South Park tries to keep the Jersey Shore from spreading to their town, and they are forced to turn to some of their enemies for help. Um, essentially, the Jersey Shore is taking over the entire country. Yeah. <laughs> and people from Jersey start showing up in South Park and their ghetto, and they start getting into fights like Jersey people do. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you find out that Kyle is was born or was conceived in new jersey so he's yeah. technically half, half jersey yep. and his mom's from new jersey and they just like it's hilarious they just completely make fun of new jersey the entire time doesn't his mom eventually like succumb to the jersey and like beat the shit out of someone or something the, the other jersey people like she yeah. gets jersey on them to like protect the south Park yeah. people <laughs> um they make snooki um like a chupacabra <laughs> <laughs> Snooky wants smush smush and she just starts humping everything um, and then they turn to al-qaeda to help defeat that's the right. people from jersey that's right and they kill osama bin laden at the end of the episode oh my god that's right i forgot about that it's just so funny and just randy showing the map he's like we're about to become west jersey and it's the entire east of the united states <laughs> it's just new jersey yep it's so fucking funny dude um now, if you watch the Jersey Shore, you will enjoy this episode. A million percent. I I love the Jersey Shore. Uh, I remember that one. That was a good one. It just, it makes me laugh every time. And then they do like the Jersey Shore interviews throughout the episode, and it's so fucked. <laughs> but uh, what's number nine on your list, Jay? Number nine. I haven't been able to find like a good description for this, so I guess I'll just read Wikipedia. It's the death of Eric Cartman. Season. Nine, episode six. The plot. Cartman, Kyle, Stan, and Kenny wait at Stan's house for, okay, whatever, to come home with KFC. When she arrives, the boys help her unload her groceries, but Cartman remains behind, eats all the crispy skins, and goes home to sit on the toilet. So then they pretend to ignore him. They pretend to ignore Cartman, so Cartman thinks he's dead. (laughs) Um, His mom's crying when he comes home. He thinks he's dead. She's really uh, having sex with the plumber (laughs) and crying because of it. (laughs) Um, Butters doesn't know about the plan. 
and is talking to Cartman, you know, like everything's normal. And but Eric thinks he's a ghost. Sounded weird calling him Eric. Cartman thinks he's a ghost, <laughs> so he kind of like haunts Butters. And then they think Butters is crazy, so they send him to like the psych ward, and they're doing the experiments on him. <laughs> and Cartman just fucking randomly shows up. <laughs> they're like, they're uh, one of them was like, they shoved like the boxing glove in his ass or something. It was anal probing. <laughs> oh my god! And then at the end, it was. Uh, I'm sure if I read this, it'll tell me. Yeah, there was robbers. Let's see, there was. At a Red Cross Center, there was robbers, and Cartman and uh, Butters go, and they don't think he can see Cartman, and Cartman's all, like, like trying to scare him and everything. Cartman's, and then, like, hitting shit like he's a ghost, yeah. so they think the building's possessed, and they're all just staring at him, like, what the fuck's this kid doing? <laughs> and then, fucking, the cops end up, like, getting the people out or whatever, but such a good episode, man. That is good stuff. I forgot about it. Such a good episode. What was it, season nine? Yeah, season nine, episode six. I just love Butters. You'll, you'll realize that on my list. My number one, heavily Butters-related. That's fine. I love Butters, too. It's a great addition. This might be one of the oldest episodes <coughs> that we choose. The one I just said? It might be up there. Season 9? I know a lot of mine yeah, are maybe. middle of the road. Maybe. Um. Yeah, this one just kind of makes fun of the, the sixth sense. How Butters can see dead people. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's just alive. <laughs> um, number 8 for me, Jason. I should probably start looking these up before I announce them. <laughs> probably, Ty. That'd be... Uh... Proper preparation. We're gonna. Oh, excuse me. We're gonna. My, uh, by the way, my next one's even older. So. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Um, I don't. What the fuck is this? This one's season twelve, episode eight, Jason. Okay. The name of this episode is the China Problem. <laughs> and no, I'm not saying that with an accent. It is P R O B R E M Problem. <laughs> okay. Storyline is Cartman and Butters go to pf chang's to try and un- uncover the chinese conspiracy to take over the u.s i completely forgot the other half of this and this is why i had it written down stan and kyle accuse steven spielberg and george Lup- lucas of raping indiana yep. jones yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me china sees the op- or cartman sees the opening thing for the uh, olympics of the chinese and thinks that they're going to try and take over the united states because they're so organized <laughs> they go to a pf chang's dressed up as chinese people Try to infiltrate them. And uh, this is the episode where Butters pulls a gun on people and then starts shooting people in the dick. <laughs> yep. Well, they're fucking in the, yeah, in the restaurant and there's like people trying to, you know, go in and stop him. Yeah. And he, and every time he does it, Cartman's like, what the fuck, dude? He's like, I don't even want to be a part of this. You're going to shoot people in the dick. <laughs> I forgot about the other half of this. Yeah. So the other half is uh, the boys are all crying and everything and they can't sleep because they say one of their friends has been raped. And uh, it was big time shitting on the last Indiana Jones movie. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> Kingdom of uh, Crystal Skull. Yes. And so they just go through the whole thing saying that they raped Indiana Jones by making that movie. But then it shows them actually raping yeah. Indiana Jones. George in Lucas and Steven Spielberg. <laughs> and like the kids' dreams. And they go to a lawyer. And just every time they talk about it, everyone just starts crying. And they fucking they arrest them. <laughs> and it's so funny. <laughs> Like, no, don't do that to Indy. It's like, that's our friend. <laughs> this episode, man. That's right. a good one. It's great shit. Season 12. Going even half of that tie. My number, what is that, number eight? My number eight. Season six, episode it. 14. I mentioned this before the podcast. It's called The Death Camp of Tolerance, tie. Okay. So the plot, I'll just read it. Mr. Garrison tries to get fired from his new job as the fourth grade teacher at South Park Elementary by being overtly and explicitly homosexual, that's gay, in front of his students. 
So he can sue the school and get $25 million in damages. I think he sees on the news or something that someone sued or whatever. So he's trying to do the same thing. And shoves the school's gerbil, Lemmy Winks, into Mr. Slave's rectum. <laughs> yes. <coughs> oh, man. However, he is unable to, as the rest of the faculty and children's parents are desperate to appear tolerant of his homosexuality. The boys do not share their sentiments, and as punishment for not tolerating Garrison's outrageous behavior, they are sent to a Nazi-esque tolerance camp. All the scenes inside the camp are shown in black and white, a homage to Schindler's List. So you have Mr. Garrison. The whole thing is just hilarious because it's about how he's trying to get fired for, you know, being homosexual or whatever so he could sue him. Literally shoves the gerbil up, you know, Mr. Slave's ass, and then they show the gerbil, like, going through his rectum and everything and, like, meeting a bunch of ghosts and everything. It's the adventure of... Whatever the Lemmy thing, winks, Lemmy winks, and there's like like old Renaissance songs, yeah. And then he finds like a dead frog and like other dead creatures shoved up Mister Slave's <laughs> ass on the way. And the the students are just like, "What the hell?" Like, you know what I mean? Like they're freaked out by it, but because everyone wants to be so tolerant, they you know they're they're viewed as the intolerant ones, and then they go to that camp and everything. And it's Mister Garrison just the whole time is fucking pissed off that they're not firing him, and it's it's such a funny episode, man. <laughs> yeah, it's good shit. Uh, I think it's the first episode with Mr. Slave. Is it? I think that's when he was introduced. That's a good time to introduce him. Because I think Mr. Garrison goes out and he wants to be as homosexual as possible. So then he brings in Mr. Slave and that's the first time you see him. (laughs) And then he uses Mr. Slave to try and get fired. (laughs) Yep. It's fucking good, man. It's great shit. Um, Oh, that's right. And then they were also at the Museum of Tolerance, too. Garrison... Oh, no. Garrison went to the Museum of Tolerance to receive the Courageous Teacher Award for overcoming adversity. Uh, Number seven? Yes. Number seven, Jason. On my list. It's going to be the newest one. Okay. Takes place in the 22nd season. Okay. Fourth episode. It's called Tegrity Farms. You know Tegrity Farms is on my list already. Tegrity Farms. Tegrity Farms is high up on my list, too. It's number four. Okay. You, three above mine. I love Tegrity Farms. <laughs> Tegrity Farms is fantastic. Uh, Randy gets fed up with everyone vaping and everything and decides to run away and start a marijuana farm called Tegrity Farms. <laughs> and uh, I believe, so there's like a super long description and then a super short, short description. There's not like a streamlined Just give one. Just the, give the long one, I guess. Ah. <sighs> Randy and Sharon are called to Mr. Mackey's office because their daughter, Shelly, has been texting inappropriate pictures to the recess monitor so that she can get away with vaping during recess. (laughs) Frustrated with the recent issues in South Park, including events over the previous three episodes, Randy convinces Sharon to to sell their home and move out to a cannabis farm, Randy names Tegrity Farms, where he will harvest and plant and manufacture a variety of products from hemp. Uh, He meets an inspector. Oh, and the inspector turns out to be Tally. Yeah. <laughs> Tally and him just smoke weed in the garage. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the vape people come in. Uh, Kyle discovers his brother Ike and his kindergarten classmates are also vaping. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it has the whole storyline, too, where, like, they didn't pay the dealer or some shit. <laughs> like, he's got to sell the vape pens because he, like, owes money. Butters is a vape dealer, right? Yeah, I think so. And then, like, Cartman, like, shows up to the dealer. And, like, they throw a bunch of, like, illegal shit on him. And then Cartman just mashes his fucking kneecaps in and they run. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have, like, a Kool-Aid Man vape mascot. Yeah. Which is fucking <laughs> hilarious. And then I believe they blow up 
of vaping yeah, at, the yeah. at the end. And Randy has like a slow-mo fucking fight through all the vape clouds and shit of vape shop. Yep. <laughs> it's just fantastic. It's so good, dude. It's so good. It's easily the best recent episode that I've seen. That I can remember. Yeah, it's the newest one on my list. I think... I want to say I showed you that episode, too. I showed... Because I know I've seen it, like, three times. The only reason I would see an episode that many times is showing people. Because I know I showed my dad. I think I might have showed you, too. You might have. I just love it. I just love anything with Randy I love. And just the weed farm and got to protect your integrity. (laughs) So funny, dude. All right. That was new number seven? Number seven on my list. And my number four. My number seven, Ty, is an episode by the name... Season 7, episode 11. Another old one. Got a lot of older ones on this list. That's fine. Casa Casa Bonita. <laughs> I didn't realize that one was that old. A place I want to go in real life now. I'm going to look it up. It's in uh, Colorado, I believe. Or in uh, Denver, Colorado. In the episode, Cartman misleads Butters into going into... <laughs> Cartman mis... <laughs> can't even read it. Cartman misleads Butters into going missing in order to gain an invitation to Kyle's birthday party at Casa Bonita. So they're having a birthday party at Casa Bonita. It's like this amazing, it's like the Disneyland of uh, Mexican restaurants. I think they say that in the show. <laughs> he says it's the amusement park of Mexican restaurants. And because they, you know, they have like this big old waterfall and they play music and everything. It's just like this awesome place. And they don't invite Cartman. So <laughs> what he does is he pretends that Cartman is, uh, Butters is missing. He tells him there's like a zombie a meteor is about to hit Earth and locks him into a bomb shelter. <laughs> and he's going to replace Butters. Um, Butters' parents say he's missing. They postpone it. You know, Cartman's all pissed. And he's, like, going along with a joke, you know, keeping Butters missing and whatnot. And it's, dude, it's so funny. It's so good. And then he gets to uh, Casa Bonita and he's, like, super um, just, like, rambunctious. Says, he, yeah, he jumps off a fake waterfall. A police officer explains the trouble Cartman has caused, noting that he'll be sent to juvenile hall for a week <laughs> because of uh, locking butters away. They find out right as he gets there, and he just fucking sprints in and does everything as fast as he yeah. can. And they're like, you're going to juvie. Was it worth it? He's just like, totally. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just fucking so happy. Just as, yeah, just as the party arrives, Sheila gets a phone call informing her what happened to butters. They confront, confront Cartman. Notifying that police are on the way, knowing that his entire plan failed, Cartman makes a mad dash to the restaurant to sample every attraction and food <laughs> in his last minute of freedom he has left. <laughs> it's good shit. It's a definitely a great. I've noticed there's a lot, like a fuck ton, of Cartman and Butter episodes because it works, man. It's just so good because Butters is just so innocent and hilarious, and then Cartman's just a complete asshole. It's it works, man. A lot of like a lot of the earlier ones and shit were like just the the four friends and everything and them doing shit together and then it's like there's storylines with them and then there's just Cartman and Butters episodes yeah. and they're they're fucking great. That's my number seven. What's your number six, Ty? Oh, my number six, Jason, is one that I have not typed in yet. Again, that's been everyone. No, I had the last one ready to go. <laughs> this is one that takes place thirteenth season, tenth episode, Jason. Okay. It is uh, it is three measly letters. That is the WTF episode. I don't know what that is just based off the name. WTF South Park. After watching a live WWE match between WWE superstar Edge what? and John Cena at the Pepsi Center and being totally enthralled, the boys decide to join the school's wrestling team, unaware of how different the sport is from professional wrestling. 
How have I never seen this? I don't know how you have. I've never seen this. You need to watch it. It's fantastic. The boys start their own backyard wrestling league called the Wrestling Takedown Federation, WTF. Essentially, all the rednecks come and watch, and they say it's the best wrestling they've ever seen. And it has, like, Vince McMahon and everything, and it's fucking great. And, like, one of the things Cartman, like, plays a girl. She's like, I'm addicted to having abortions. (laughs) 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 He's like, he's dating her, and that's his wife. And, like, all the rednecks just fucking, it's so funny, dude. And it's like all the other ones stands a World War vet. They're like, that kid was in Vietnam or whatever. And it's just so fucking funny. Just outrageously unrealistic. Just outrageous, making fun of, yeah. 100% making fun of them. And then, like, the, uh, so, like, they do, like, the actual wrestling at the school. And it's, you know, not WWE. So yeah. the wrestling coach gets fired because no one wants to wrestle. And so he finds out that, like, Vince McMahon is coming to sign the boys and, like, scout him. And he goes and tries to ruin it and, like, tells the story. He's like, do you know what it's like to work your entire life and then, like, get fired or whatever? And he gets signed into the WWE <laughs> afterwards. I feel like I might have seen parts of this one it, before, it, like a long time ago. Because I'm looking just at images of it and some of it looks familiar. It's fucking hilarious. I'm ne- I'm going to need to rewatch that. Especially with you liking WWE and shit. Yeah. You will enjoy it so much. Dude, that's funny. I need to watch that. Yeah, I didn't even... If I would have, yeah, if I would have seen that or at least remembered it, I definitely would have, uh... Definitely would have been on my list, without a doubt. It's, I... I don't know how you don't remember it. It's so fucking good. I vaguely remember it now, looking at the photos. Like, there's a photo of the... Excuse me, Jesus. There's a photo of them in, like, a hall or something, and there's, like, a tall dude with tattoos and yellow pants... That scene looks familiar, but the rest I don't really recognize. So maybe I've seen like five minutes of it or something. I don't know. The wrestling coach looks familiar, though. Yeah, and then Kenny plays like a a uh, like a luchador, so his face is still covered, and he's still like mumbling the whole time. It's just, it's so fucking good, dude. I'm, gonna watch, I'm probably going to watch that tonight. Well, uh, it, it is uh, it's, uh, season, season 13, episode 10. Thanks, Ty. You're welcome. Number six on my list, Ty, is a episode I just watched recently. And I'll be honest, there's probably a little bit of recency bias because it is the most recent South Park episode I've seen. Because I don't think I ever saw it before this. Um, with what's going on in the country right now, this might seem insensitive, but it just makes it even more funny. Because, you know, they're making fun of it. Fine foot. <sighs> Pretty much. What happens is I, the the plot doesn't like work or not the plot, the summary. There's no like summary. Cartman is worried that because this is right after the George Zimmerman shooting, the Trayvon Martin shooting in Florida. And Cartman is worried that all black people are going to get upset about the shooting and revolt and yep. kill all the white people. <laughs> so and then the whole thing, he's also Brad Pitt's character from World War Z, yes. which I've never seen. But so he says um, they have the assembly. <laughs> Cartman reads a poem to Token and later performs a musical adaption of it at the student assembly, disavowing any involvement with the Zimmerman case. And it's like super racist. You know what I mean? Like he's like trying to be nice, but he's like, white people say, Hey, (laughs) and then, you know, like they all go, Hey, and then he's like, black people say, Oh, and he just goes right up to Token. He's just Token and the one black girl. girl, Yeah. yeah. Um, So good, man. And then, you know, uh, Token gets mad in the principal's office. So Cartman's like, the outbreak has started. He fucking hijacks a plane. And uh, he's like, oh, there is, there's not going to be any more, any Colorado or whatever. And gets everyone to fucking believe that there's a, a, like a zombie outbreak or whatever. And then there's a black guy on the plane. 
and the plane falls and everything and he survives it and it dude it's so good it's funny shit and then the whole time he's like oh my outbreak kit or whatever like he goes and grabs it and it's just all like shit to make him look like brad pitt yeah <laughs> he, like puts on the hair and like the clothes brad pitt was wearing from world war z and then I think he crashes, like, multiple planes yeah. or whatever throughout the episode, just going around. Well, and then he goes to uh, George Zimmerman because he said, like, the one way to stop him or whatever is to stop Zimmerman. And he's got blackface on. <laughs> and George Zimmerman shoots him. And the cops are there when it happens. And they're like, you, you protected your land. You did what you had to do or whatever. And then they rub off the blackface. And he's like, this kid's white. And then it just quickly shows George Zimmerman, like, getting going to jail and getting um, electrocuted. <laughs> It's like three seconds, and he's in the electric chair and fucking dead. Yeah. It's so funny. Oh, man. It's so, yeah, so funny. It's a great episode. Thank you, Zach. Um, not on my list. Oh, and then episode. the end. Um, Cartman does the, uh, Cartman survived because he got shot by George Zimmerman, but he survived. And then he apologized to Token. He then tricks Token into moving close enough because he drew that circle on the ground. <laughs> That's right. And then Token moves inside the circle, and Cartman shoots him because the stand-your-ground law. <laughs> He's like, I'll oh, stand on my ground. You saw it. I stood my ground. And then Token survives, and then he gets mad at the principal's office again, and then the whole thing starts again. He, like, crashes another plane or whatever. <laughs> it's good shit. <coughs> was that the only – was it, like, a two-plot one, or is that the only plot in it? No, I'm pretty sure that was the only plot. All right. It's good shit. So good. We're up to number five on my list, Jason. The top five. These are all absolutely elite level South Park episodes. Tegrity Fires is on there for me. That's two out of it. It's fine. This one, season 15, episode one. Okay. Jason, have you ever, I don't think you've seen this, but have you ever heard of a, just a, a I think maybe a little indie film called The Human Centipede? Yes. Centipede? Yes. Because this is The Human Centipede. The Human Centipede. Number two on my list, Ty. After Kyle clicks on the latest iTunes uh, user agreement without reading it, Steve Jobs forces him to be an unwilling participant in his latest project. Meanwhile, Cartman equates his mom not giving him an iPad to fucking him. It says that, sexual abuse on IMDb. That's not what he does. That scene, that whole like five, ten minute, just that whole Cartman, the, the Kyle one. Is whatever he agree, you know, he agrees to the iTunes, and then they sign him up to be the human sense iPad, and it is pretty funny too because they have the Asian guy in the front, and it's, and it's like uh, they give him like two options on what to eat, and like one's like super will cause like super nasty poop, and the other one won't, and Kyle can't understand him, and he's like okay, and he does they do the Asian voice, and it's it's funny, it's fucking great. They just have all three of them sewn together, yeah, and then an iPad taped to the dude's head in the front, yeah, <laughs> and uh, throughout the episode, Cartman. Wants an iPad and his mom says he can't afford yep. it. So, like, he's in a Best Buy and then. That's the part of the episode that makes it number two. <laughs> so, he, he's sitting there. He's like, Mom, I want an iPad. And he's like, Mom, can you take me out to dinner? He's like, Can you take me out to dinner first? Because I like to be wine to dine before I'm <laughs> fucked. It's like, You're fucking me, Mom. And the whole thing is because she was going to buy him a Toshiba handy book instead of an iPad. <laughs> and, like, there's part of it. Where he was like, like he gets in trouble afterwards, like, and he's oh, crying. He's like, I understand now. Fuck's a no-no word. <laughs> he was like, I didn't mean to do it. She's like, then why did you run to a police officer and say, help, help? My mom's trying to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, they go through all the the whole thing when he's apologizing. Like, can we just go back and get the Toshiba the Toshiba handy book? <laughs> and she's like, 
she says no or whatever and then he's like well can we at least stop at the liquor store so i can get some rubbers because you're fucking me (laughs) i want to use protection when you fuck me mom (laughs) and then he goes on dr phil and he tells him that his mom's fucking him and they all sympathize with him and everything and that's at the end of the episode is fucking they're at the thing and like it's like a charity event or whatever it's like dr phil and apple have teamed up to give this little boy who's been fucked by his mother the first human sentai pad and he just sees kyle and it's like fucking kyle and the other people yeah and he goes to take it and then like oh and this is the one where they like do the council of geniuses or whatever yeah dude from the itunes store and they're like fucking all magical and yeah. shit and uh they get kyle out of it and so cartman gets all of his shit taken away yeah he's like no he's like god you're fucking me right now and then he gets zapped by fucking lightning <laughs> <laughs> such a good episode that's number two on my list man I sh- showed my dad that one a few months ago, and he was crying of laughter. <laughs> so good. It was tough, man. It's up there for me. Um, these top five all. There's so many good episodes to choose from. It's just that whole Cartman scene, though, might be my favorite scene in South Park history. I don't think I've ever laughed harder. Just that whole Best Buy car ride sequence, that, like, five-minute sequence is just so good. It's fucking great. <sighs> Number five on my list, Ty. Medicinal fried chicken. <laughs> This episode is there is the KFCs are getting replaced with pot dispensaries. So in one storyline, you have Cartman, who is a KFC addict, which has been shown throughout the season. He pretty much is a part of like an underground drug operation, but for KFC gravy and uh, chicken and whatnot. And at one point, he even goes to one of those like rehab centers where they give you like a little bit of the drugs or whatever to help wean you off. And it's like a little gravy cup. <laughs> um so, yeah, it's the, they make KFC out to be like this drug or whatever. But at the same time, the medicinal marijuana shops are opening. And Randy, it's Randy, right? Randy does it. Yeah. yeah Randy finds out that you have to, you know, have cancer <laughs> to get medicinal marijuana. And he's looking up all the different ways to get cancer. So what he does is he puts his balls into a microwave <laughs> and microwaves him to give himself testicular cancer. And then the whole rest of the episode, he's bouncing on his nuts like it's <laughs> like it's like a. a like a beanbag chair. Like it's like huge. And they're just like bouncing around on them and everything like little kangaroos. And it's a bunch of the dudes in the city that have done it too, just so they can get the fucking free weed or the legal weed. And it's so good, man. It's fucking great. It's so good. Um, the fucking, the part where he goes to the, the doctors and he's like, Oh, you're perfectly healthy. He's like, sweet. Can I get my weed things? Like, no, you need cancer. (laughs) And then that scene afterwards of him trying to give himself cancer and everything. And like, you see him in the backyard and he's smoking a cigarette with like tanning oil and shit. on. And he's like, Hey son, your mom. And like, she was like, Oh, leave him alone. Your dad's trying to get cancer or whatever. (laughs) And then like, you see him later and he's in the kitchen and like Stan walks to the fridge and walks back and you just see Randy on a stool with his balls in the microwave. He's like, hey, can you give me a beer, Stan? Like, all casual. It's so fucking funny, dude. Oh, man. It's so good. And then the Cartman, the Cartman storyline's good, too. It's a good episode. I love it. It's fucking great. And the thing is, like, oh, KFC's unhealthy. And then it's like, well, ever since we started getting rid of the KFCs, everyone's gotten cancer. So KFC stops <laughs> us from getting cancer. <laughs> it's just fucking fantastic. Oh, man. Randy and Cartman, the two best characters on South Park. Easily. I fucking love both of them. What's your uh, number four, the start of your Mount Rushmore? We already know Integrity Farms is on my Mount Rushmore. (sighs) Number four, Jason. I love me some baseball. You do. I love me some Randy. We both do. Number four is uh, season nine, episode five, The Losing Edge. 
episode that did not make it on my list. Now, here's the thing, Jay. The boys enlist Kyle's cousin to help them lose in baseball so they won't have to go to the finals. Meanwhile, Randy trains to fight other parents during stand games. <laughs> the premise is that the boys are playing Little League, and they say, basically, oh, if you win this game, you get to go to the state championship. And they're like, we don't want to fucking play baseball. This sucks. I want to stay home. And so it's just a competition between all the Little Leaguers on who can lose. And they're, they keep, they're not good at it. They're terrible at losing. And so they enlist Kyle's cousin, who they've shown before is like the super Jewish nerdy kid, yeah. to do it. And he's fucking, he becomes great. And he fucks him. <laughs> um, throughout the whole thing, though, Randy is fighting a dad from the other side every single game. And it's like he's having his own tournament, fighting the dads. And finally, he gets up and he has to fight... I want to say it's Bat Dad. Yeah, yeah. And it's just this giant fat dude with like a purple cape and mask. Yep. And Randy, they, it's like a fucking five minute fight scene between these two, just beating the shit out of each other in the stands and shit. And it's just so funny, dude. And the entire thing is like Randy's talking to Sharon. He's like, Sharon, I don't think I can go to the game. She's like, Why not? Just go support your son. He's like, I don't have an enemy. He's like, I can't take him. He's too strong. She's like, Then don't fight. He was like, I know what you mean, Sharon. I have to fight him. <laughs> And it's just so funny. And I was telling you the other day, just the dumbest shit ever. Where, like, Randy wakes up in the morning to train and he, like, cracks two eggs and puts them in a cup like he's making, like, a protein shake or whatever. And he's standing there all tired. And then just walks over and pours it in a pan and just starts making an omelet. It's just the dumbest shit ever. And it's so funny, dude. And it's just, it's peak Randy for me. Isn't there, like, training sequences, too, of him, like, training for the fights or... Oh, it's just them going through the tournament. It's like the train. It's like a montage of them going through the tournament. Him just beating the shit out of all the other dads. And then he gets arrested, and he's like in his underwears and getting arrested. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. So this is not America? He's like, I thought we could fight. This is America, right? I'm free. And it's just so fucking funny, dude. Dude, I'm so excited for the South Park episodes after all this quarantine shit ends because they are going to fucking – they are going to use Randy – to make fun of oh. so many people in this country. It's, it's going to be great. It's great. I saw the one tweet the other day, the people working out outside of whatever. That's a try, Randy. To try and get people to open the gym. And like someone quote tweeted and it was like, I can't wait for next season of South Park. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking great. Dude. That's going to be Randy. The problem is that probably was something that they were like thinking about doing, but it actually happened in real life. So <laughs> like, fuck, what do we do now? <laughs> so good, though. This is a good episode. You talking about it, it makes me like it more. I love it still, but. It's it's fucking peak for me. I love it so much. So my number four is already gone, so give me your number three, Ty. Number three, Jason, is an episode I watched today. Oh, recency bias? But I remember it from before, and it's so fucking good. Okay. Season 19, episode one. The boys show their respect for Caitlyn Jenner when a new principal makes them atone for a history of prejudice. <laughs> this episode... Uh, is the first episode of PC Principal. Yep. Politically correct principal who comes in and takes over and uh, makes sure everyone is politically correct. <laughs> and Kyle has the audacity to say, I don't think Caitlyn Jenner is a hero. Ooh. PC. And PC Principal flips the fuck out on him. I don't know if I've ever seen this episode, honestly. It's so fucking What is it funny, called? Dude. Uh, stunning and Brave. Okay. Because Caitlyn Jenner is stunning and brave. <laughs> and it just is PC principal coming in and like he does like a like a he has an assembly and like he starts talking he's like Shelly shut the fuck up and like points to a girl in the stands and she like freezes and like he freaks out and he's like talking to people he's like I'm sick and tired and like the his opening thing is like him saying all the shit South Park has done 
mm-hmm. and like all the fucking like stuff in the past that is absolutely not PC. Yeah. And it's so funny him just going through all of it, <laughs> just making fun of him. And he's like, there's no minorities. And like, I think Mr. Mackey's like, well, we got token tokens, black kid. <laughs> and he's like, that's two weeks of detention for you, Mackey. I'll see you on Sunday. <laughs> it's just so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> so they go through all of it. And like Kyle has to like, you know, basically show that he's PC or whatever, and everyone's, like, walking on eggshells. And Randy gets fucking tired of the PC people because they, like, open up, like, a party house across the street from mm-hmm. him. And, like, he goes over there, and they make him a pledge, and he becomes PC. <laughs> and so, like, the whole thing is, like, him partying. And you see him, like, at, like a morning shot of Randy at the house. And he's all hung over as shit. And, and uh, Sharon's like, well, where were you last night, Randy? He was like, uh, I joined a group of guys uh, where our mission is to become politically correct and show the uh, disadvantages <laughs> to minority groups and people discriminate like discrimination. And it's like all casual. And she's like, "Was there drinking last night?" And he's like, "Uh, yes, there was refreshments." Uh, <laughs> he's just like all hungover and casual. It's so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> I love it so much. And then they like haze the fuck out of Kyle because of the Caitlyn Jenner stuff. So like they show up in the middle of the night. And, like, beat the shit out of him and then just throw a bunch of pigs in his room that say, like, bigot on it. And then, like, it cuts to, like, another thing and Kyle's, like, knocking on the door and Stan opens it. And it's Kyle, like, tied to a tree man with, like, dicks drawn on his face. He's like, can you tell your dad to stop, like, doing this to me? <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It says part of the episode has to do with uh, Tom Brady and Deflategate, too. Oh, my God. And so, fucking, part of it is Cartman is the fucking worst one. And PC Principal, like, flips out on Cartman. And, like, Cartman tries to, like, blackmail PC Principal. Uh-huh. And so he, like, gets a pair of Butters underwear and, like, catches PC Principal in the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, so uh, you got, you gave me detention. I don't think I am going to have detention, PC Principal. He's like, what is this? Butters underwear? And then he, like, dips him in the urinal and gets piss all over him. He's like, and your DNA is all over him? <laughs> and PC Principal beats the living shit out of Cartman. <laughs> like, fucking puts him in the hospital. <laughs> And, like, the whole thing is, like, you're Cartman. You get away with anything. And I'm like, who's your hero, Cartman? He's like, Tom Brady. And like, why is Tom Brady your hero? He's like, because he cheats and gets away with it and blames other people, and he's successful because of it. And like, the whole thing is, like, it, like, shows, like, uh, like dream states of him as Tom Brady yeah, and he Bill is simultane- he is simultaneously Tom Brady, Roger Goodell, and Bill Belichick. It's just so funny. And he's like, you cheated. And he's like, fuck you. I didn't cheat. Everyone else cheats and everything. And it's just like his head going through, like dressed up as Brady. (laughs) It's so fucking funny. And like part of it, he's like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to cheat. And then I'm going to go home and fuck my wife. Who's apparently attractive, but kind of looks like a dude. It's just so fucked up. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so great. dude. It it fucking, it kills me. I'm going to have to watch that. I'm going to have to watch that. Just the the picture of PC Principal beating the shit out of Cartman. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is the one where Randy joins the like, no, PC said, group. Yeah. Okay, because I was I was explaining it all and it sounded like a lot, but it's just such a good fucking episode, dude. <laughs> My number three now, Ty. The bronze medal. We already know Human Sentai Pad got the silver medal. I know this one's on your list because there is no way you did a top 10 South Park list and didn't have this specific episode on the list. I know my number one you don't have because my number one I like for my own particular reasons. Number three, make love, not Warcraft. It's number one on my list. <laughs> your number one South Park episode of all time. I love it. So the whole episode is their adventures on World of Warcraft. And there's this one guy who's like insane, like kills them all or whatever. So they're all training to, you know, they're all training and trying to get their attributes up or whatever together. So then go kill that one guy. Um, 
It's just such a good episode, man. You want to explain it some more? You're better at explaining these things than me. So it's it's they try to play the game, and you're supposed to not be able to fucking kill anyone in World of Warcraft unless you like start a fight. Yeah. And they're like, this guy has become such a high level that we didn't think was possible, and he's broken oh, the, the game. The World of Warcraft people, yeah, yeah. Even. And then they're like, he literally has no life, <laughs> and so it's this guy who just keeps running around killing everyone in the World of Warcraft. Yeah. And so, like, you see the executives and shit, and the kids keep getting pissed off, and the executives are like, this might be the end of the world of Warcraft. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so they can't figure out how to stop him, and so all the guys, like, they start playing, and they're like, so I found out a way, if we hide in the forest and just kill pigs or whatever, we can train and get really good at this. Yeah. And so, like, they just all start training and become aggressively obese and (laughs) disgusting playing World of Warcraft, and then, like, they get all their friends in to, like, try and join and kill them at the same time. And uh, the fucking, like, they all meet up for a fight. And then, like, Butters shows up and Butters the same character <laughs> as Cartman. That's my favorite part of the episode. He's like, Butters, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> They're both little, like, gnomes or whatever. <laughs> yes. And so it's, like, this giant battle of them all fighting. And then, like, the, the creators of World of Warcraft or whatever, like, we have a weapon that's, the, like, it was the greatest weapon of all time. It's a sword that can, like, kill whatever. And, like, they do, like, all this nerding explaining of it. And, like, well, how can we get it to these boys who are about to, like, defeat the guy breaking the thing? And they're like, I don't know. I don't have an account. I have a life. <laughs> it's, like, all the executives <laughs> and shit. And so then they give it to Randy. It's, like, a USB thing. It's, like, a sword. And they give it to Randy. And Randy's like, I need a computer share. And then, like, they take off and they go to Best Buy. And he, like, yeah. knocks out the dude playing the fucking World of Warcraft demo and fucking lays him out. And they get the kids the sword and they fucking give it to the guy. And, like, they finally win the battle. But it's just so fucking funny, dude. What did They show the guy after they win the battle. I don't remember, like, what he does after they won the battle because i know they beat him and then they showed they cut to him like his reaction in real life but yeah he's I just, remember being funny he's just frozen he's just this aggressively obese like bald 40 year old looking dude <laughs> and it's like well what do we do now he's like what do you mean now we can play the game <laughs> so funny like part of it's like they're getting carpal tunnel and shit trying to play yeah. and, like cartman has to go to the bathroom he's like mom bathroom and his mom comes over and brings like a shit pan and he just shits in a pan at the computer yeah <laughs> so disgusting it's good man just the animation and everything of it. And I found out they actually, I think it's the actual company who like does the World of Warcraft, helped them with this episode and did all the animation for it. Really? Yeah. That oh, Such a good episode, man. That Cartman scene with uh, with Butters is my favorite. The Showed up as the same character because it's just, it's just Cartman, man. I love him. It's and fun. Butters. It's so good. Well, that's my number three. That's your number, uh, number well, one. That's my number one. It's just... It, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if my number one is the funniest. It's just the most iconic. And my number two has already been taken. Did we already do your number three? Number three was stunning and brave. So we have your whole list done? No, I still have my number one, but you have your number two. Go ahead with your number two. My number two, Jason, is one not on your list yet. Yeah. I don't think we'll have the same one. God damn, dude. Discord will not stop making noises. Sorry about that. This one is season 16, episode five, and it's called Butterballs. Okay. As bullying at South Park Elementary becomes more severe, the kids take action against it after seeing Butters beaten up. But Butters has a secret about his tormentor. Oh, here, this one's better. Butters shows up to school with a black eye and stand, stands up for uh, the anti-bullying cause with a song and dance video featuring Butters as a star. Unable to tell his parents or classmates, Butters is forced to try and cope with his problem, which proves harder than expected. Essentially, Butters shows up and he's got a black eye. And yeah. like, oh, you're getting bullied and they don't know who the bully is. And it's Butters' grandma. 
Oh, God. And Butter's grandma is, like, staying with the family, and she's just bullying the shit out of him. And, like, they're sitting at the table. She's, like, digging a fucking fork into his leg. Like, you better not cry, you little pussy. And so, like, they show up, and they start an anti-bullying cause. And, like, the guy who comes, you know, it's like a presentation or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he tells Stan to make, like, a movie about it. And it's just a bunch of different scenes where people walk into the bathroom and then someone's waiting for him and locks the door and just bullies the fuck out of him in the bathroom. It's like, oh, you're you going to cry? Little baby going to cry? <laughs> like the guy who's the anti-bullying guy does it. And then Butter's grandma does it. And it's just so fucking funny watching it, dude. <laughs> and like it just the whole thing is just people like anti-bullying people, bullying the shit out of people. And then like Stan's like music video for anti-bullying has Butter's like butt naked in a box. <laughs> and they're like trying to sell it. And uh, it's like a one shot thing. And so it's like a song and dance through the school and everything. And then uh-huh. Butters like, I don't want to do it. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Butters? Like, you're in the whole scene. <laughs> he was like, uh, you guys, this is going to get Butters bullied. <laughs> He's just butt naked in like a plastic box type thing. <laughs> it's just so funny, dude, with the grandma bullying Butters and uh, just everyone piling on top of it. It's just, it fucking had me in tears the entire episode. <laughs> My number one is a Butters episode. My number one, Ty. Season 15, episode 9. I thought it was called Texans versus Mexicans, but that's the game they play. Yeah, it's not. The episode title is The Last of the Mexicans. (laughs) And pretty much, there's a lot of the plot I want to read, but pretty much they're playing Texans and Mexicans in the backyard. Cartman's team is the the Texans trying to protect illegal immigrants from coming across the border. Butters <laughs> is on the Mexican team. So Butters ends up getting um so Butters team puts up flyers. Okay, no, so however, Butters is not among his teammates, haven't been lost. And when Cartman later realizes that Butters is not present, he realizes the game is not over. So the whole time Cartman's like, you know, still playing the game. As Butters teammates begin searching for him, Cartman's team resumes protecting the backyard. Butters team puts up flyers to help find him. To which to, to which a vindictive Cartman puts up his own, telling anyone to find Butters to shoot him on sight, not caring if he dies, <laughs> as it would help him win the game. As Butters is on his way back, he's struck by a passing car because <laughs> he's got the Mexican face paint. The couple in the car believes Butters to be a Mexican immigrant, and this is the part that made me laugh so hard, named Mantequilla, <laughs> which is Spanish for butter. <laughs> I already love this episode, and then... I rewatched it like for a second time or whatever with Riley a while ago. And she told me that Mantequilla was Spanish for butter. And I just lost it, Tyler. I fucking lost it. It's fucking great. They take him to their home and they employ him as a typical Mexican servant. They're making him like fucking clean and mow the They're like window, window, yeah. <laughs> just like spraying Windex. However, the couple eventually abandons him at an El Pollo Loco, believing that Butters needs to be <laughs> with his own kind to be happy. Instead, Butters regales the staff with tales of his imaginary exploits um the staff recognize him they misinterpret butter's desire to cross the border and rejoin his friends desire to return to mexico so then they take him to mexico as more they take him to mexico and then mexico mexico and then a bunch of the immigrants go back to mexico with them or whatever like it's like an anti-immigration things meanwhile cartman joins the actual united states border patrol as a volunteer where he's instructed to stop mexicans from crossing the border regardless of the semantics of which direction they're traveling um Okay, and I think at one of the scenes, Cartman, like, shoots one of the Mexican immigrants or, like, tries getting butters or some shit. I think so. Oh, it's just so good, man. It's fucking great. All the Mexicans just start to leave, and so then they're, like, stopping them from crossing into Mexico. Yeah. (laughs) 
And then Butters is the only one on the other side. And so all the Border Patrol people are like, yeah, let him go. And Cartman just goes in this full-on fucking thing trying to kill him. Yeah. Like on a quad. And then it's like a yeah. horseback yeah. chase and shit. Uh, it's, it's fucking And great. then they're, they're like celebrate Butters. Right? They're, yeah, they like celebrate him. And Butters is like, watch this. And he does that or whatever from South Park. And then you hear all the Mexicans going, Wah! or whatever. Yeah. It's like a national holiday. It's I, fucking, it's I fucking fabulous. love this episode, dude. My favorite episode of South Park of all time. The Mantequilla part. And then, again, it's Butters and Cartman. Cartman just being extra ridiculous. Butters just... <laughs> it's just so funny, dude. It's so fucking funny. I love the part, too, where they're just like... So after the game is they think is over, they're all sitting there. Cartman's all butthurt. They're all at the table. <laughs> like, they're looking around like, Hey, do you guys see Butters? And they're <laughs> like... Or no, he was sleeping. Cartman, they all, like, eat, and then they go to bed, and Cartman falls asleep and dreams of Butters, and he wakes up and looks for him. He's like, guys, wh- wh- where's Butters? Yeah. And they're like, well, he was there at dinner. And I'm like, was he there at dinner? Like, it's really easy to forget about Butters. <laughs> like, they just completely shit on him. And then he just goes right back into Texan mode afterwards. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I fucking love that episode, man. Jason, I, uh, so my one's off the list. That was your one. <clears throat> I had a very large list. I know you did. And I'm going to go through some honorable mentions. Go ahead. Ike's Wee Wee. Okay. I believe it's the first season. They're going to uh, circumcise Kyle's brother, Ike. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boys believe that means they're going to completely chop his dick <laughs> off. And so they kidnap him and, like, send him away or something. And also with this episode um, is Mr. Mackey, school counselor, teaching the kids about drugs. And that <laughs> drugs are bad. <laughs> And yep. so, in order to teach kids about drugs, he, he passes out a little bit of marijuana. <laughs> he wants the kids to smell that marijuana. Kids, go and, go and pass that marijuana back up front. And uh, the marijuana disappears, and they fire him for being a no-good hippie. <laughs> Mr. Mackey goes on, like, this drug trip. And, like, he ties, like, a, a tie around his head, and it's, like, all inflated and shit. Yeah. And, like, deflates afterwards. And he's like, whoa, man. <laughs> it's just so funny. It's one of the best, like, early, early fucking South yeah. Park episodes there is. Um, it's just drugs. I have it. one honorable mention that I thought of during the list. Let's hear it. I don't know the name of it. It's when Butters is a pimp. Uh, that's uh, is that on your honorable mentions? <laughs> Butters bottom bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Butters is a pimp, and he's like pimping out kisses or whatever, and he just turns into a full pimp, and it's so good, dude. He goes to, like a pimp convention. Yeah, he's <laughs> with all the other pimps, and <laughs> like he learns all the lingo. It's like, no, that's your bottom bitch, Butters. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> And then, like, actual hookers start coming up to him, like, I want you to be my pimp. Yeah, because he was the respectful pimp or whatever. <laughs> yes. And then that's the same episode where the detective's, like, trying to figure out that there's, like, a new prostitution ring. So the detective goes undercover as a yes. hooker. Yes. And he just, like, full-on fucks people and then yes. afterwards says he's a cop. Gets fucked in the ass and then, yeah. <laughs> and then he, like, marries a pimp and, like, they settle down and get a home, like, have a home. <laughs> and he starts fucking the pimp, like, years later. He's like, freeze, motherfucker! <laughs> fucking great so this is some shit we would like try writing if we were to make a tv show it's fantastic <laughs> uh the simpsons already did it with the semen yeah <laughs> which is yeah it has the sea people and uh my favorite fucking thing from this episode is they get like sea people and then they think it's gonna be like actual people and it's like little tadpoles or whatever yeah. and so then they put it into the the fucking teacher's coffee mug and she <laughs> dies the next day like Doesn't report, she die from something else, though? The report on the news is that she died. They found a bunch of semen in her stomach, <laughs> believing it to be the cause of death. And they're like, holy shit, we killed the teacher, thinking that it was their sea people. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And so then they tell Chef, and they're like, Chef, we killed the, the teacher. Our semen was found in her or whatever, right? Oh, and so God. Chef leaves, and then, like, at the end of the episode, after everything's done, he comes back with, like, go bags. He's like, come on, kids, we got to get out of here or whatever. <laughs> and then, like, they explain. He's like, oh. He's like, I thought you murdered your teacher and then took turns raping her dead body. <laughs> and it's just so fucking funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a good episode. Um, You got F'd in the A. Which okay. is the uh, dancing episode. Dancing episode. Where a group comes from South Park and or from Denver or whatever and they uh oh, what is it? Like, oh you just got you just got served and they serve Stan. Like dancing, right? And they fucking wreck on him. Mm-hmm. And so Randy was like, well, you, you got to stick up for yourself and teaches him how to dance. And it's like the most redneck. Like he plays like, don't break my heart. Like, <laughs> and he just does like a two-step cowboy dance. <laughs> and so then they're like, oh, you got to get it. And they're like, oh, you just served us back. Now it's on. And like everyone freaks out about it, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, my God, it's on. Like what does that mean? They're like, you got to get your best five dancers. Take on our best five dancers. I don't think I've ever seen this one. It's fucking great, dude. And then they find out Butters was a state tap dancing champion. (laughs) And they're like, Butters, you have to join us. And Butters, like, freaks out and he's like, no, 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. And then they're like, what What happened? And then it's a flashback of Butters at, like, the state dancing competition tapping. And one of his shoes flies off and, like, breaks down the lights in the auditorium. And he kills, like, 20 people oh, tap Jesus dancing. Christ. It's like, I'll, I'll never tap again. And so he gets his <laughs> shoes. And his shoes have, like, blood on them or whatever still from, like, the blood splattering all over him. Oh, my God. And so then they go and, like, they do the dance off and Butters shows up at the last second. And fucking it happens again and he kills the entire other dance squad. <laughs> Butters is just, like, horrified. And they're like... That means South Park wins. <laughs> like everyone cheers. It's fucking funny, dude. That yeah, I don't I don't I've never seen that one. It's it's good shit. I love it. It was 11. It was almost on my list. <laughs> uh Miss Teacher bangs a boy. This is the episode where Ike fucks his teacher. Oh my, he has a relationship with his kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Uh great shit. D yikes. Where uh Mr. not Mr. Mackey. What the fuck's the teacher's name? Garrison, Harrison, Garrison. Garrison uh, becomes a woman and then goes to a lesbian bar, and it's like the 300 where the Persians are trying to take over. Okay. He's like, this is Lesbos. <laughs> it's the name of the bar. And Garrison, that's the episode where he just scissors all the yeah, okay, chicks. Okay, yeah. He's like, oh, we're scissoring. <laughs> um, Major Boobage. I'm, I'm going to have to tell um, Jen not to let Gavin listen to this one. I don't know if he's still been listening, but. Yeah, so probably, definitely not being allowed best. by Gavin. That's for probably Gavin. for the best. <laughs> Major boobage, where the boys find out you can get high from sniffing cat <laughs> urine. I'm surprised that wasn't on your top ten. It was right there too. <laughs> um, that one has the whole dream sequence where uh, <laughs> Kenny sees like the girl with the big boobs, or whatever. It's supposed to be like that one metal. What is that called? It's like a show from the '90s or a movie from the '90s. It's like the same heavy metal. That's a movie. It's an animated movie. Yeah. I didn't know. It's just the chicks with giant animated tits and shit. Like, Kenny freaks out and wants them. <laughs> and then, like, I think it's Kyle's dad or whatever is like, oh, we got to get the boys to stop doing this. And you find out he used to do it, and it's called cheesing. Yeah. And, like, he cheeses, and he fights uh, Kenny. Like, they get into a fist fight for this animated <laughs> chick because she has giant tits. <laughs> and then the other half of it is, like, they outlaw cats because of cheesing. And so then Cartman essentially becomes, like, like, he's hiding Jews, but he's hiding cats. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And so, like, he has all of them hiding in his basement. At the very end, he's like, well, I just don't think we should discriminate against any type of creature. 
and uh, everyone should be allowed to live here or whatever. And then Kyle's like, you don't think that has any relevance to our history whatsoever. <laughs> he's like, shut the fuck up, Jew. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, you got any other honorable mentions? Uh, so I said the China problem. So I don't know what the name of this episode is. Okay. But it's the one where uh, they think Butters has multiple personalities. Okay. And so they take him to oh, a therapist. Talking about this, yeah. And the therapist has multiple personalities. And it's like evil, and one of them wants to kill City Butters. Sushi. <laughs> City Sushi. <laughs> because yeah. it's uh, the fucking Japanese restaurant opens up next to it. And it's so good because, like, the Chinese dude and the Japanese dude are fighting the whole episode. And it comes down to, like, this final event where they're going to fight. And then Butters is just being fucking tormented by his, like, therapist because mm-hmm. of his multiple personalities. Yeah. And then at the very last second, the therapist all of a sudden turns into a Chinese dude. And it's the Chinese <laughs> guy from the other storyline. And it just goes and finishes the episode. And it's so funny. Yeah. City Sushi. Season 15, episode 6. Crack Baby Athletic Association. Oh, make, my God. They make fun of the NCAA. How did I forget about that? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot about that. That 100% would have probably been on my list. That's a great episode. It's where Cartman and all them, they create, they're pretty much the NCAA, and they're taking the freaking crack babies, like, pretty much out of the womb and making them, like, athletes and not paying them and everything and, or paying them in crack or whatever. It's so good, dude. And so good. It's like, he's like, well, I can't pay them. He's like, ma'am, I don't make the rules. I just wrote them five days ago. <laughs> he's like, I can't pay these babies or whatever. And it's the same thing. Like, they can't get paid for what they're doing. And they sign a deal for the, make an EA Sports game. <laughs> yes and then uh another one is the sissy where cartman becomes a transgender so he gets his own bathroom i have not seen that one cartman doesn't want to shit in his one bathroom he wants his own so he goes to the girl's bathroom saying he's a transgender and that they have to let him shit in the bathroom <laughs> and so then they make cartman his own bathroom which is like his own personal thing next to it mm-hmm it's like other or whatever. <laughs> and so he goes in and he was like, yeah, yeah, this be nice. Let's get a water fountain over here with some lights to set the mood. Is <laughs> that like an orchestra music playing? And do they it? actually do it? Yeah, they make him his own bathroom. <laughs> and then this is also the episode where um, you find out Randy is Lord. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and he's making all the Lord's music. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so first I just do this and I do this. And he's like, I am Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you shit. And then he edits it and it sounds just like Lord. That's such a weird thing to do. Because why, why Lord? I have I no idea. Why. It's so funny. And so Stan, he's like, I don't know. I got two people going through identity crisis in my life right now. And I just I just really don't know who I am. <laughs> and he's just like, for like has like a, a self-reflection issue. <laughs> I wonder why... I wonder why, uh, I don't know, it doesn't say. They use him as Lord for a bunch of different episodes, too. But this is the one where you find out that he's Lord. It's just weird. Like, why Lord out of all? <laughs> it's so funny, though. Oh, any other ones? That was all the ones I had written down. Plenty of other fucking great ones, though. I'm sure there's some we forgot. There always is. There's that one zip lining one. I remember liking that one. It's like uh, it's like the lost in the nature thing. Yeah, like, they were stuck on a zip lining adventure. <laughs> like, we did the first one and it was totally lame. And then the guy said, "Come on, we have nine more." <laughs> it was totally fucking lame, dude. Oh man, South Park's so good. I love it. This is great, dude. There's so many good episodes. There's the global warming episode. Which one's that? Where the boys drive a boat into a dam and flood out an entire like city. I don't know if I've seen that one. And so they try and cover it up, 
and everyone was like, I know why the dam broke. Global warming. <laughs> so, like, they all run inside like it's some monster or something from above. And they're like, blame global warming. They're like, are, are you guys going to help those people? Like, their town's <laughs> flooded. Like, we can't go outside, Stan, because of global warming. <laughs> <laughs> like, Randy does the thing where he's, like, drawing on, like, a like a board of the United States, and he draws a dick. <laughs> it's just so stupid. It's just so funny, though. Man, I love South Park. It's just, it's so funny. That it is, Ty. I also learned something today before we move on from it. Jason, can you guess what movie is the top-rated animated? The South Park movie. Animated R-rated movie. Is it South Park movie? It is Sausage Party. Oh. Sausage Party has the highest-grossing animated R-rated movie of all time. Okay. It beat out the South Park movie from like 1990-something. That's pretty remarkable, but there probably isn't that many animated R-rated movies. There isn't, but I thought that was pretty neat. That this fucking show, in 1999, created the top R-rated animated movie of all time. Dude, they should, should they make another movie? Another. So, we were talking about it. It wasn't on either of our lists, but the Imagination Land. Mm-hmm. It's like a three-part episode thing. That was going to be their second movie. And they didn't like it enough, so they just broke it up into three episodes. Oh, really? That was their goal. They wrote that entire storyline and everything to do their second film. Good, because it wasn't... It wasn't that great. It's funny. It's good. They won an Emmy for it, I found yeah. out. <laughs> that was another one, too. There was something... I think it's the episode where Stan's, like, getting older or whatever, and he's like, everything's shitty. And, like, he yeah, just hears... the music. Just, it's yeah, the it's music. everything shit noises or whatever. Yeah. And then it just flashes at the bottom while all of it's going on. It's all Emmy award-winning show. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, shit and everything. It's so funny. Yeah, that's the one Randy pretends like he doesn't hear shit because he wants to be, like, new and trendy or whatever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... Oh, I was I was watching another one where Kyle's brother is like going through Canadian puberty, uh-huh. and he I just think becomes a complete fucking asshole. Yeah. And it's like the uh, the child the kids show. I can't think of them. They're like the fucking weird looking animals and Teletubbies. Shit. No, fucking whatever it is. It's like <laughs> he tries to like fuck one of them on stage, and it's like oh you need to be you need to be sexy. So like oh child. yo gabba gabba yes. Yeah. And, like, she goes and, like, supposed to have, like, an adult career or whatever. They find out he's been getting hormones the whole time, like, the wrong Canadian medication. (laughs) It's so edgy, so good. This is great shit. It is the best animated adult comedy there is, whatsoever. It's definitely the edgiest, too, so. Yeah, it's better than The Simpsons. It's better than Family Guy. Simpsons is different, though. I feel like Simpsons, you could. Simpsons. not as edgy. Was a trendsetter. Yeah. It was the first thing of its kind. But there's nothing like South Park. Yeah. <laughs> it is the edgiest. It is so funny. And it's like, they've been going on for like 20 fucking seasons now. And no and slowing down anytime soon. Yeah. And the fucking newer seasons are still hilarious. And it, a big thing that they have that a lot of the other shows don't have is just their, uh, their topical because they make them in four days. Because you know? they can turn them out so fast. They can do fucking on-brand shit. Like the last season they had Red Dead Redemption shit. Yeah. And then they had like the, the scooters that you can ride anywhere. Yeah. Like the scooters take over the town. and They can just stay on top, you know, on brand. And that's why whenever they make the next season, they're going to be able to do everything about the coronavirus. The entire season. That's going to be so funny, dude. It's going to be great. I can't wait for that. That's going to be appointment viewing. You want to get into our quiz, Ty? Let's do it. Let's transition over. That was some fun talk, though. All right, Jason. If you want to look it up so you also have it. What is it called? Can you name the players who had the most total home runs for each team 
from 1999 through 2019. Can you name the players with who the had total home runs for each MLB team from 1999 to when? You added way a lot of words there. 1999 to 2019. I'm sure it'll pop up if I search that. Most is it by uh, Sultan of Spain? Yep. Okay. 150 is the possible score. Oh my god. There's a lot. So it is the top five with that team. Yeah. So there is notable players that probably will be on this list that have some that will show up twice. Yeah, probably pool holes. Yeah. Even though he's such a bust for you guys. All right, let's get it started, Ty. Let's fucking do this. Are you typing? I'll type. Pool holes. Yep. Trout. Yep. Uh, we'll go Anderson. Garrett Anderson. Um, I already don't know. The Angels will try Rivera. I'm oh. just going to keep naming big names. Oh, uh, we got Salmon. Cabrera. Cabrera. We got Prince Fielder. Dude, I was just watching a video of him today. It made me sad. Yep. Is he number one on the Tigers? Fielder? Yeah. I oh, know. Miggy probably is. Huh? Miggy's number one on the Tigers. Fielder is not on the Tigers list. Oh. Prince Fielder is number two on the Brewers. That's going to be Braun. Uh, let's go teams here. Let's get this organized. Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. We Luis have Gonzalez, Gold Schmidt, Schmidt, Luis Gonzalez, Sh- Schmidt. Fuck. Uh, G O L D S something 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 something. G O L D S C H M I D T. Golden Schmidt. <laughs> Got it. Gonzalez. Yeah, that's probably that might. Luis Gonzalez is number one for Diamondbacks. Also got Cargo on the Rockies. Uh, Justin Upton's probably on the Diamondbacks. Yep, I would agree with that. He was not. Was he on something else? Melvin Upton showed up for the Rays. Wow. Um, Diamondbacks. Who else have the Diamondbacks had? I don't think Marte's on that list yet. Oh, Starling Marte for the Pirates. Does he hit a lot of home runs? I mean, you could still try him, but <sighs> just put Marte. No, I, I did get him. He was on the oh. Pirates. Um, if we think of Diamondbacks, we can come back to him. Braves, Freddie Freeman. Chipper Jones. Andrew Jones and Chipper Jones for the Braves. Um, Jason Hayward might – he might be at 106. I don't know. Yeah. Try try Jason Hayward. What else was on their team for a long time? I mean, I typed it every way I could. Uh, just put Rodriguez for A-Rod. I'm sure he's there somewhere. And, yeah. Um, The Orioles, I mean, Machado, I guess. He's probably not number one, though. I don't know who has that many home runs. Adam Jones was number one. Manny Machado. Oh. Chris Davis is on this for sure. Oh, yeah. You could maybe try Trumbo because he had a few good years. I don't know if. Oh, he didn't make the list. Um, maybe. Hardy. J.J. Hardy. Who's their right fielder? Um, Mar- Marque. Mar- Marquecas. He's not really a home run hitter. He was on there forever. 141 made the list. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know who won fifty. JJ Hardy, Brian Roberts, maybe Roberts. Nope. Uh, the Red Sox probably David Ortiz, Ortiz. Manny, Ramirez. Um, let's try Betts. Monkey made it at the bottom one. Yeah. Um, maybe. Okay. I can't think. Right Three now. and four for them. Ellsbury. He might be there. Nope. He didn't hit a lot of home runs apparently. Um, who the fuck else? 
I'm trying to think of power hitters. We got Victor Martinez, Edgar Martinez Try for other teams. Drew. JD Drew. Just put Drew. Nope. Mm, I thought he might be on there for the um, Dodgers too. Euclid, maybe? Veritek. I don't know Veritek in a lot of home runs, but Oh, Veritek did? Um, Garcia Parra. I said that really loud. P A R R A. Garcia Parra. No, his his last Ty, do you not know who no more Garcia Parra is? I I didn't think it was a I'd have to do it all. Garcia Parra. No. <sighs> do you not know how who, who I I just I do. Chicago Cubs. I don't know if you do. We're gonna go um, Sammy Sosa. He played on the team after ninety nine. Yep. Three hundred and one. He's still led. Alfonso Soriano. Anthony Rizzo. Bryant might be bottom one. Baez. No. One seventy nine. It's the bottom one for the Cubs. That's the only one we don't have? Yeah. Oh we wow. Just, we just fucking move on. White Sox. Solaire. Let's try Solaire real quick. I don't think so. I might spell it wrong. White Sox, we're going to get some done. Who's the Reds, not the White Sox. Tome? Indians? 432 with the White Sox. Thomas, Frank Canerco. Thomas. Probably yep. Canerco. Thomas, Frank Thomas, 162 is the bottom one. Abreu? Yep, uh, it's their second oh, really? one. Really? It's their second one. I didn't realize he hit that many home runs. 169-164. Encarnacion. He's now on the White Sox, but he's probably on that list somewhere else. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he showed up for the Blue Jays. Yeah. That was it, though. Uh, I'm fine moving on. Okay. Reds. We have Adam Dunn at 270. Joey Votto. Yep. Um, 233, 210. Griffey. Griffey was on the Reds for a few years. Good call. Griffey was 210. There's still 233 on the Reds. Maybe Phillips? Did he hit a lot Brandon of Phillips, 191. One. It was bottom. Oh, fuck, dude. Todd Frazier is not on that list. No way. Yeah, maybe Jay Bruce. Yep, Jay Bruce. Indian Cleveland Indians. We're going to go only 208 is the top one. Um, Their second baseman. Kipnis? Not on the list. Try Lindor and Ramirez. Lindor. I don't think they're big power hitters. Francisco Lindor is the bottom one. Ramirez. I already have Ramirez typed in. Try Brantley. There's someone I'm forgetting. Some big name. Carlos Santana? Santana. Yep, Santana was their leading one. Uh, 200 still with the Indians. Who the fuck is that? Probably someone from the early 2000s, I'm assuming. Yeah. Brantley? No. I told you put Brantley. I don't know. Colorado Rockies. Todd Hilton. Arenado. Hilton. Arenado. Tulo. Oh, yeah. Tulo. Witzki? Witzki. 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 How the fuck do you spell Tulowitzki? T-U-L-O-W-I-T-Z-K-I. Forgot the Z. And then Carlos Gonzalez was also on there. Try Story. I don't know. I don't think he's been in the mm-hmm. league long enough. Not Story. Blackman? Oh, yep. Charlie Blackman. Detroit Tigers. Miguel Cabrera was their leading one. And Kinsler. then it's big drop off. Kinsler. 100% Kinsler's on there. Not a doubt in my mind. K-I-N-S- L-E-R. That's a doubt in your mind, sir. What? No way. Ian Kinsler was probably on the the Rangers. Yeah, Rangers. Oh, that's right. He was in the... That's right. He, he was a Ranger the first. Tigers. Miguel Cabrera, Victor Martinez. 
Um, I mean, it's only 140. It's not like well, there's huge ones. Yeah, I have no idea. Martinez, no. Fielder didn't even make it for the Tigers. Yeah, I have no idea, Ty. I'm fine moving on to the Astros. Lance Berkman. Remember him? Yeah, Berkman. Try Bagwell, too. I don't know if Bagwell played after. Uh... Yep, he's the second one. Try Biggio, too. Biggio had a lot of hits. I don't know if he hit a lot of home runs. Uh, fourth one. Um, we have 160 and 133. Correa, maybe. You could try Altuve or Springer. I don't know if they're going to be on there, though. I think Springer oh, will. What was Springer that? third. Chris Carter, remember him? He might be on there. He hit a lot of home runs. He struck out a lot. Yeah, he's not on there. Oh. 133 is the last one. Altuve, no. Gaddis? No. You could try Gaddis. No. It wasn't him. I don't know. Royals. Alex Gordon. Stockus. <laughs> Do you need help? I do. M O U S T A K A S. Yeah, there we go. Stockus on there. Gordon's Gordon. on there. Um, uh, Perez. I don't know if Lorenzo's on there because he didn't. Hosmer's definitely on there. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Not a doubt Eric Hosmer slash Billy Butler. Ooh. 127 each. Oh, Billy Butler. Um, one seventy eight, the second one on the Royals. Renzo Kane, he didn't hit a lot of home runs. I don't no, think though. It's not Kane. Um, it's probably someone from the early two thousands that we don't know. Who's the dude who pitched? Keel. I don't think he played long though. I don't think so either. Um, how much time we have left? By the way, four minutes. Fuck. Oh, let's keep moving. Angel. Angels. Trout. Garrett Anderson. Pujols. Let's try. We already tried. Vernon Wells. Bobby Abreu. Uh, Bobby freaking Abreu. He might be on the Yankees uh, at least. A B R A B R E U. Oh, he would have popped up for Jose Abreu. Never mind. Yeah, I know. Uh, one eighty-one for the Angels. Let's try not Trumbo, but Crone. No. Salmon. No. Gulaus. Yes. Let you keep going. Um. Fuck, dude. I don't know who has one seventy-three. Howie was on the team for a little while. Kendrick, no. Andrews, oh no, not Andrews. What was it? Ibar? No, he was never a power hitter. Oh, we got to move on. Hamilton, Josh Hamilton. <laughs> we got to move on. Hamilton will show up for the Rangers. I just want to at least get the Dodgers. So we got Bellinger. We got um, Adrian Beltre is probably on there. Um, what's his name? I can't think of his name right now. Sean Green. Green's probably on there. Bellinger, B-E-L-L? B-E-L-L. Yeah. I-N-G-E-R. Not on there. Oh, wow. Green. Might have an E on the Sean end Green, there. yeah. Um, what was the other one I said? Beltre's on there, Kemp. I think. Oh, yeah, Kemp. Duh. Ethier. Beltre was on there. Ethier. Nope. Ethier. E-T-H-I-E-R. Ethier. E-T- yep. <laughs> 123 is the last one for the Dodgers. Did you get um? Got Kemp, Ethier, Green, Beltre. Didn't I say? Did I say someone else? I'm gonna do Stanton. Oh, I was like, he wasn't on the Dodgers. Bautista, give me some names here. We're running out of time. Um, Bryce Harper. Um, um, Brewers, Twins, Mauer, Mauer, and uh, the Morneau. You could try Yachty because he's just been in the league for a long time. Alina. Yep, he made it. Uh, Ryan Howard. He's definitely on that list. Yep. Chase Utley. 
Um, sorry, breathing the mic. Uh, Yelich probably hasn't made the Brewers list. No way. Uh, Mets, Pete Alonso. <laughs> Stupid they Jason. Beltron, Carlos Beltron. Yep, Carlos Beltran for the Mets. Oh, Bobby Brandon Barry Bonds. Anderson. Barry freaking Bonds. Bonds is probably going to be on the list, yeah. <laughs> Ichiro, no, oh my God. Giambi. Giambi. Yep, for two teams. Uh, we're fucking running out of time here. I feel like we could do this. We're just running out of time. Well, that's part of the... Adams, nope. Pittsburgh Pirates. Who the fuck? It's not Bell. McCut. Chin. Probably spelling it wrong. Oh, there you go. Bad time. <laughs> Padres, Adrian Gonzalez. Oh, good one. Very good one. Um I don't see I'm a Dodger fan. I don't even know who's been good on the Padres. Fuck me. I mean, look, they got two guys under a hundred. I mean, Posey's gonna be on there for the Giants. Yeah. Mariners, I don't Martin, I already wrote his name and he's on there. Try um oh what's his name? Hunter Pence. Try Hunter Pence. Or uh Pence Nope. Oh, damn. Brandon Belt, maybe? Um, Belt, nope. What? Jeter? Jeter. He didn't hit a lot of yep, home runs. He's but. on there. New York Yankees, second this decade. I keep freaking breathing in the mic. I don't fucking know. National Brett Gardner? Harper. Ooh, Zimmerman. Maybe Gardner, because he just played for a long time. He doesn't hit a lot of home runs, but... Um, Aaron nope. Judd? No, he's definitely not on that list yet. Um... Trying to think of the Yankees team from 2009. Teixeira, he's probably on the list somewhere. He might be the Angels' last guy. I might have spelled it wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck, we're out of time. Guaranteed Mark Teixeira's on that list. All right. Arizona Diamondbacks. We missed Steve Finley, Chris Young, Mark Reynolds. Could have got Mark Reynolds. Braves, we missed Brian McCann, Javi Lopez. Oh, I thought of McCann, too. I don't know why I didn't say anything. Yeah. thought of him when we were on the Astros. Like, oh, Brian McCann's probably on there for a different team. Melvin Mora for the Orioles is the one we missed. Oh, that sucks. Dustin Pedroia for the Red Sox. <laughs> Derek Lee for the Chicago, Chicago Cubs. Maglio Ordonez and Jermaine yep. Dye for yep, the White Sox. I remember Sox. both of them. Uh, we got all of the Reds. Uh, Travis Hafner, Grady Sizemore. Oh, my God. Travis got Hafner. That. I was saying, oh, my God, for Sizemore. So, <laughs> definitely should have got that. Brandon Ing. Ing. For the Tigers. I remember him. Number two. I remember him. That's crazy. Castellanos, number five. Nick Castellanos. Dude, I was thinking of J.D. Martinez. When I was thinking of Castellanos, and Martinez came to my head. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no, he's not on there. I had that one. Oh, Car- my God. Carlos Lee. Oh, my God. That's a tough one. You're going to be really upset with one of them. Oh, fuck me. Mike Sweeney and Vlad Guerrero is the one I'm upset about. That's <laughs> Vlad- terrible. Vlad Guerrero. We forgot Vlad Guerrero. So terrible. <laughs> Jock Peterson. Jock Pe- Wow. I'm shocked. Dan Ugla for the Marlins, which oh, we didn't the... even really get to, though. Hanley. We got Hanley. Oh, from the Ramirez type. Yeah. Uh, Mike Lowell. Brewers, we missed Joff Jenkins, Corey Hart, and Ricky Weeks. Those are some throwback names. Spelt more no wrong, so we missed them. Tory Hunter. <laughs> Tory Hunter was Probably number two. Probably should have got Tory. Dozier, too, was an easy one. Yeah, Michael Kadire. I'm not mad about Kadire. Oh, the Mets. David Wright, Mike Piazza. <laughs> Lucas Duda and Michael Conforto. We should have got it at least. We two. missed Posada. I spelt Teixeira wrong. Uh, Eric Chavez, leading dude for the That's Athletics. Chris Davis. Chris Davis. I would have got if we got there. Tejada, Marcus Sim- Simeon. Wow, the hundred. Pat Burrell and Jimmy Rollins. I thought Jimmy Rollins, but I didn't see him because I was like, he didn't hit a lot of home runs. He just played. Oh, forever. see, Bobby Abreu he popped up somewhere. 
Oh, yeah. We got him. From when we put so Jose Bray. I did Bray. Type it in and I just didn't see it. Brian Giles. Jason Bay. Remember him? Throwback. Pedro yeah, he was like Alvarez. a meme. He was the MLB, the MLB memes guy, but he was never even that bad. I didn't understand why he everyone was, always memed him. He was pretty good, and then he was atrocious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the thing, is he was good, and then he was not good. <laughs> Pedro Alvarez. Forgot about him. Phil Nevin, Ryan Kalesko, Will Myers, and Hunter Renfro for the Padres. Hunter Renfro makes this list with 89. That's crazy. The lowest out of all. Yeah, no other team has one person less than 100, and the Padres have two. Yeah. (laughs) It just goes to show how great the Padres are. To be fair, thick air down there. Sure. It is. That's that's fine. (laughs) The marine layer. Uh, Pablo Sandoval. Oh, my. I thought of... Rich Aria. I don't know why I just don't say the fucking names I'm thinking. Should have. That's a big miss by us. Kyle Seeger. Nelson Cruz. Yeah. Big miss by us for Nelson Cruz. Raul Abanez, big miss. I've seen Raul Abanez in person. Like, met him. Didn't realize it was Raul Abanez. He's bald. With the quakes. That's pretty cool. I didn't really, like, talk to him. He just said, hey, how's it going? I was like, hey, we're just, you know, small talk in the equipment room. And then, uh, like, afterwards, I realized it was Raul Abanez. I was like, holy shit. That was Raul Abanez. Yeah. <laughs> For the Cardinals, Jim Edmonds. Oh, dude. My freaking MLB The Show King. And then Matt Holiday, Matt Carpenter. Yeah, we should have got those. The Rays, Carlos Pena. Longoria. I got, no, I got Longoria. Oh, okay. I don't think I said it, but I got him <laughs> on there. Uh, Carlos Pena, Aubrey Huff, and then Ben Zobrist. I didn't even think list. about the Rays. That entire time, I didn't think about the Rays. Yeah, well, they were at the very fucking bottom. <laughs> Rafael Parmi- Palmiero. Palmero. Was the leader for the Rangers. I'm blown away right now. What? Beltre, Michael Young, Nelson Cruz again, and then Ian Kensler slash Alex Rodriguez. Josh Hamilton, who won an MVP <laughs> with the Rangers and was a power hitter, is not on this. Well, he also had a very, very small prime. He did. I mean, goes to show, but that kind of fucking crazy. Toronto Blue Jays, uh, Delgado is the only one we missed. So, um, Hamilton had 150 home runs with the Rangers, so he missed this list by six. Six. And then uh, the Nationals, again, Vlad Guerrero. <laughs> and then Anthony Rendon, already on there. Jose Vid- Vidro. Vidro. I am not mad we didn't get him. So, look, I think with a little bit more time, we could have fucking knocked this out of the park. How many did we get? 84. Average score was 84. 50. I think we're So, we got a 56? Average. Yeah. I don't know, man. Pretty bad. I think we're slow. Well, I think your spelling... That did hurt it. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> I missed a couple. Yeah. Yeah. I want to... So, I've been giving you uh, geography quizzes every week. I don't really I have been, one. Haven't been studying. I'll tell you that much. Oh, dude. My chair. Did a... Sc- oh, shoot, Ty. Your chair broken? The screw completely fell out. That's not good. I might fall. That'd be funny. Yeah, that's not good. I need to fix that. Um, United States geography sports. Let's see. How can we do this? All college football teams by state. Um, if you're showing an NFL logo, can you identify what state they play in? Yeah, that's not for good radio. You don't have a geography quiz this week, Ty. Let's go. <laughs> we suck. That's all I know. Hey, man. We knew him. Just a little slow getting them in there. <laughs> if there was someone listening to us, I think we could have knocked it out of the park. What do you mean? Just like listening to us and there was no, like, actually oh. me having to sit here typing. Yeah, maybe. Could have killed it. Maybe. 
That's all I got, Ty. My chair is about to fall and I'm scared. This is a fun episode. I enjoyed talking about South Park. Hour and a half. There's a lot of South Park. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You you got anything else? No. Be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.